This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas, nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. AKA the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man Dame, three underscores, 313. The West Side landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's the Honorable Judge Boss Dame and his bitch. The prophet has returned. Yo, welcome back. Shop Let's talk. get that shit out the way. Shop Talk Podcast, episode <laughs> 381. On you hoes. Go ahead, get your shit off. I'm bro. operating at a higher level of thinking today because I told niggas what was going to happen last week. I told you niggas. I told you. Only thing I was off by one round. Did you watch the fight? No, I didn't. Don't talk to me. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Nigga ain't watched none of the last three of them bitches, but had a prediction. Yo, shout out to Terrence Crawford, man. He uh, apologized to me. Yeah, so good. <laughs> apologize. <laughs> Shut up! Come on, How about that. I'm gonna uh, give. I'm gonna give you an opportunity, nigga. You don't give me nothing. You take whatever you I want. I don't want the revenge tour to come see you, Jay. Hey, pull up on Joy Road if you want to. You don't live off of Joy Road. Don't t- well, tell me where I be at. <laughs> In your suburban abode. Okay, we'll find out. We'll pull up over there too. How about that? Take turn the revenge tour and tell it. Take a turn off of Seven Mile. Just apologize, my nigga. You was wrong. Uh, I, was I was right. You and J Five was wrong. I was wrong about the pick. I don't need. I don't give you no apology, nigga. You don't. <laughs> I told you the magic of boxing. It was. It was bound yeah. to happen. Uh, shout out to Terrence Crawford, man. He yeah. uh, he earned everything that he got, man. Uh, it wasn't that Terrence Crawford couldn't win this fight. Uh, nobody saw this fight going how it went. Even if you thought Terrence Crawford was going to win, nobody. I didn't expect. Uh, this dominant performance by him. Uh, shit is crazy, but... Uh, hey, man, when you come down to the ring to mom's spaghetti, you ready for a fight. You ready for a melee. I thought that was going to derail the plans because <laughs> like, that mom's spaghetti is trash. Uh, I hate Lose Yourself so much. I just, it's, just, it's a song that I, if I never... 
I don't want to say I hate because Eminem definitely got a certified hit. That song damn near 20 years old and niggas still be happy to hear Lose Yourself whenever he pop up. That shit probably is 20 or if not older. Because whenever he pop up, that's the song he doing. If he a surprise guest at a concert, Lose Yourself. That's white folks dreams and nightmares. So, so my son nine and he rap it. That's white folks uh First day out. I don't know. <laughs> so, I mean, we're we're always going to hear it. Now, at some point in my life, if I never heard Lose Yourself Again, I'm cool with that, too. Because, like, I've heard it a lot. Like, nigga, I saw 8 Mile a bunch of times. That shit come on VH1 tomorrow afternoon and I ain't doing shit. I'm going to watch 8 Mile again. An edited version. I'm not watching 8 Mile. Um, however, I go to YouTube and watch the battle scenes in 8 Mile all the time. Like, they just cut all the battle scenes. Like, I watch that shit. It's a favorite pastime of mine. <laughs> like, I know the shit word for word. Like, the shit just funny and it's dope. And it's one of the greatest, some of the greatest hip-hop beats of all time. What and, other type of weird shit you like watching on YouTube? Uh, Shit, I watch Dr. Pimple Popper. Uh, that shit is very entertaining to me for some reason. It Like, the whole time I'll be like, eh, but I can't turn away. You know what okay. I'm saying? Uh, I watch a whole bunch of alien shit. Um, I watch a whole bunch of Anunnaki shit. Uh, I watch a whole bunch of uh, random, you didn't know that this came from this type shit. How you make weird shit. Like, YouTube is it's a great place to be. A lot of cooking shows. Yeah. I watch a lot of cooking shows. Yeah, I and usually go down seventy percent of that shit I never make, but I'll be watching it. Man, I saw Instagram uh, a little a recipe for some Mexican lasagna, and uh, this did you shit make look, it? It looked mad easy to make. I'm making that shit this weekend. Okay, don't fuck it up. I can't. It's impossible. <laughs> like it's that easy. Mexican. Like, what what has got different in it? Nothing. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a, it's a big ass. It looked like a big ass. T- look, matter of fact, I saved it to my phone. That's how I know I'm I'm making this shit. Um, I love Mexican food. I do like the best. You can't never go wrong with Mexican food. Never. Never. Um. It's really like a taco <laughs> in a uh all right, look at this shit. Okay. Oh yeah, I seen that joke. Like that this shit's so easy. Like you can't fuck this up. <laughs> she just said it. Like it's so easy, you can't mess this up. It's impossible. <laughs> but I'm I'm making that shit for sure. Okay. Cause I already had these ingredients. Beans <laughs> like, too? Yeah, I'm black beans though. Okay. Uh can't do them brown beans. That's not that's not how we're getting down. Um, matter of fact, let's, let's introduce our, our, our guest this week, though. We'll let him introduce themselves. He know what time it is, so he brought some intros. <clears throat> I, I was about to bring an intro, but I'm here on a professional capacity, so. <laughs> <laughs> you still be professional with an intro. So, yeah. I'm going to give you the short version. My name's Leonard, and the streets know me by Wacko the Great. And that's all I'm gonna give it. I know okay. you by wacko. I don't. I, know, I don't think I, I don't ever, know this Leonard guy. I, I don't, I've never put the great at the end of it. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about that. But um, yeah. But listen, man. Back to back to last week, man. Um, I did make money on the fight. Uh, I'll tell you my bets. Because you bet what? I, how I told you. Uh, first off, you. Didn't I gave you me. the whole play. So why didn't you put no money up when I was putting my my bets up? Cause niggas be talking what they think, but they don't. They don't talk with their money. Uh, so let me show you my bet, so we can be on the same page, right? So my first bet was Earl Spence by KO or TKO. My second bet was uh, somebody to get dropped in rounds one through four, and my third bet was Terrence Crawford to win in between rounds four and six. So 
it's not lost on me that Terrence could win. And I, if he would have won in between four and six, I'd have won another four hundred dollars. But I take the uh, the the one seventy five I won from dropping from the somebody getting dropped between one one and four. Um, so I I covered the spread in my like no matter what I was gonna win some money. But like those are real. Like I can see somebody getting dropped in the first four rounds. And if Terrence was gonna win, I thought it'll be between four and six but i figured the longer it went the more it leaned in uh spence's favor because of accumulation of punches boom 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 that did not happen at all and um terrence did he did a masterful job man like and i know there's a lot of talk about it's a video going around about neurological damage yeah all that shit which I, which i don't like um I don't like that narrative. I don't like I don't, that blame game with, with I don't, the fight. That's a cop out. I don't take it with I don't take it like it's a grain of salt because there were two actual car accidents. You know what I'm saying? The first one that we saw, and he was in another car accident, a head-on collision, uh, the day Terrence Crawford last fight, so last in December. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And technically, this is the first fight that he's fought since the second car crash or whatever. So it's not like it don't hold any kind of weight, but the guy who said it and he make a lot of sense, but like, you're not his doctor. You've never met him. You've never been able to treat him or what have you. And round one, Earl looked like Earl round two. Earl looked like Earl until he got caught off balance, got hit with a shot round three. He came back trying to make up from the, the loss and he started round three looking good. And then after that, it was all downhill. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't I don't think that that was because of neurological damage uh, could have been could play a factor. What else? But did look different coming to the ring. Eyes was like extremely puffy for whatever reason. But like Terrence Crawford was able to parry his jab. So as soon as Earl threw his jab, he moved his head. He kind of blocked it, moved his head and threw his jab at the same time. And Earl whole offense is set up off of that jab. And once he couldn't use that jab. It was, it was, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't in his favor, and um, it's a whole bunch of shit that it came out after the fight. But like Earl is not giving no excuses. He got on social media, congratulated him, changed his record, win loss record on his Instagram immediately to twenty eight and one. You know what I'm saying? Like, got my head held high. Like, I, I, a loss is a loss. Yeah, they you know post fight was real honorable. He came yeah. out. Yeah, everything know, had been. But box, boxing is a gentleman's sport. It always has been. Now, it has not always been. A that's sport. <laughs> at the at the root of it. Did niggas act always act like gentlemen? Nah, but like at the root of it is a gentleman's sport. Um, but Terrence Crawford, he got everything, man. He earned like I. We was talking before uh, the mics was on and shit. It's about like dominant performances that I've ever seen. Um, this is like top three, top three dominant performances, but given the stakes and the, the pound for pound ranking of them two at the time, this was the most dominant performance. Another dominant performance I saw was Floyd Mayweather versus Diego, Diego Corrales. They were both undefeated at 135. Corrales had the belts knocked 98% of his opponents out. Floyd was the underdog. Never been dropped. And then Floyd came in there and dropped him five times and like dismantled him. Wasn't expecting that. Didn't think it was, it was just, but 
both of them were on the pound for pound list at the time, but they now they weren't ranked number one and number two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The stakes were like a lot higher. And this was for Undisputed. That was just going to be for Unified. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was great. Also, Floyd Mayweather, first pay-per-view fight in 2005 against Arturo Gotti. Matt, that's the that's the the worst beating I've seen Floyd give somebody. But it's Arturo Gotti. Like, he's not pound for pound number one. You feel me? But I feel, And I feel like Arturo Gotti got his ass beat. Like, that was like part of the... The stick, yeah, but like it'll take it a lot of punishment, and then he'll just come back out the out the blue and then knock you out, or yeah. Shit. And he was on his comeback trip where he got a belt. You know what I'm saying? He knocked a couple folks out, and boom, boom, boom. But like it was complete. Like you should not be in the ring with me. That's how. That's how bad it was. Special point in that would mention point of order. Uh, I want to mention in those two because in both of those two situations, uh, Floyd had two different cases that he copped to. That he gets a lot of flack for now because of them two. Because I wanted to make these fights. And then both of them blew the press conferences and never showed up. So, like, I'm going to show you something. <laughs> but uh, this performance between Terrence and, and Spence, how how Terrence beat Spence up is how Spence wins most of his fights. Like, that dominant. You know what I'm saying? And to see somebody who dominates all the time get, get dominated. dominated everybody going to these fight asking my 50 50 if i had to pick somebody it's terrence if i had to pick somebody it's crawford i mean it's spence blah blah, blah. nobody saw this dog nobody saw this damn did even <laughs> if you thought that terrence crawford was gonna knock him out well i get because you didn't see the fight so it's kind of hard for you to understand like i watch highlights how uh, i watch the highlights but uh yeah, it was a he he earned everything. So before I bet against Terrence Crawford again, somebody gonna have to beat him first. You should ask me before you bet against him again, because like I, I said I'll last know. week, like I well, said dang. last week, I don't go to you for my boxing knowledge. You feel I me? know. Well, damn, since you know everything, September, Canelo, Charlo, what's up? Canelo, <laughs> Canelo. That's been the consensus around the world. Six rounds <laughs> tops. Them Charlo boys don't impress me. Neither one of them. He's undisputed at 154 currently. Them char I'll say it again. Them boys do not impress me. I don't like them, actually. Like, personally, I, I don't like the Charlos. I, I don't like how they carry themselves. I don't like how they box. Like, to me, like, boxers, you got to have, like, a certain swagger about you because you do beat people up for your money. But, like, them niggas don't make me feel like <laughs> – they don't make me – like, they don't feel like a threat to me. I don't like them niggas. Um. I don't like this fight for Jamel because he is undisputed at 154 pounds, but he's moving up two different weight classes to fight Canelo versus the bigger Charlo Jamal who fights at middleweight would only go up one weight class to fight Canelo. And he's been calling Canelo out for like three years. I don't know why he ain't fought in two years. Um, I don't know why the they twins. So no one's a little brother, but I don't know why little brother is jumping up two weight classes to fight him. I, I just don't understand it. Uh, can he win? Yes, they can box really well. Um, do I think that Canelo avoids black fighters who can box and he's at the tail end of his career? I do. Um, do I think that Canelo is going to lose uh, to Charlo? I do not. I think Char I think Canelo don't take fights other than the because. <laughs> Uh, the Russian or Kazakhstan nigga that just beat him up. He don't really take fights that he think he gonna lose. He be on this his Floyd shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think that's a smart way to fight, especially when you're at the tail end of your career. Yeah. So um, 
I, I'm leaning towards Canelo for sure, which is uh, this is what I want for Terrence Crawford though, because he's undisputed at 140. He 90 in camp went up, and he undisputed at 147. Jamel, who he grabbed his nuts and said, "You next." Who's about to fight Canelo is undisputed at 154. If that Canelo fight wasn't happening, they could fight next. And if Terrence Crawford won, just walk into the sunset. No one's ever been undisputed in three different weight classes, ever. No one has ever had all the belts in three different weight classes. So we know Earl will probably get the rematch maybe by December. I would really like to see Terrence fight Boutinas. Why? I think that just, I think it'd be a good fight. Other than that, like why you want that fight now? Boots ain't even earned this fight yet. Ain't Boots undefeated? So was Marcel Mosley, PR. Um, he undefeated. A lot of niggas undefeated. I just think it'd be a good fight. We're not talking about good fights. I'm saying, why do you think that should be next? Like, so no, I think the rematch the, is going to be next. But like, starting out the gate, like, why would why do you think he deserves undefeated? I mean, undisputed, like a fight at the top, top. 22, 23 years old. Like, I think he did. It's he ain't even got a, like a notable name on his resume at all. One, he's outclassed by Terrence Crawford. He's too young. He don't got it yet. He ain't never even fought for a title. You're going to fight like one of the best ever? I, I think we, I love it. I, I would quote unquote love to see it, but like, I, why would I set him up that way? You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't even all got right, a chance. When to, you say it like that, it makes sense. Because like now he destroys boots, right? Well, you caught him when he was young before he was. Before he was this and that. Like, he ain't never even fought for a title yet. He's trying to get his first title shot for the IBF is, I think, the mandatory. But, like, we'd seen him look really, really good against low-tier talent because that's who you fight when you coming up. You know what I'm saying? And you just going to jump to, like, the okay. best? Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a tall order. That's a tall order. Especially for somebody who is now undisputed. Now I got to, I just put on this big show. I guess now I don't even have to acknowledge you because I'm so, I'm so far in my own lane. Like you, all right, I get what you're saying. It's, it's not that I'm so far in my own lane, but I am though. Yeah, and like, is this the fight that's gonna give me a big payday or some shit? No, he ain't. He can't get me? the money. Not yet. Like for for Bud, you know what I'm saying? Now that everybody knows me for sure, this. This is my highest payday. No, the big payday would be fighting Earl again. Earl Fight, fighting him or, again in December, right around Christmas. Um, and or fighting at one fifty four against a Jermail Charlo or whom he's probably gonna fight. So now that Jermail is fighting um Canelo. Canelo in uh in September, he's Jermail is getting stripped of his title as soon as he steps in the ring. Because he's supposed to fight a mandatory, which was Tim Zhu. So What's probably going to happen if they don't do a rematch, Tim Zhu and Terrence Crawford for the vacant title. Because when you undisputed at a weight class, you move up to the next weight class and automatically get a title shot because you undisputed in the other one. So you automatically get a title shot. So Jermail has all the belts, but either win, lose, or draw, I beat, I fight Jermail next and get three of the belts. But if Jamel loses to Canelo, me fighting him next and taking the belt's not gonna look the same. You feel me? It's like a lot of politics. Like, are oh, you beating a lot nigga. of shit? Got to happen. You beat a nigga coming off a loss. You know what I'm saying? Like, which Terrence Crawford got flack for because when Terrence Crawford beat 
I don't I don't like that narrative. Like you fight who you gotta fight. When but, like boxers should be fighting. Yeah, but when you come out of you for an example, uh Amir Khan went up and fought Canelo and got knocked out. His next fight, he fought Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford beat beat Amir Khan. Like, yeah, but you just my man went up and wait and got knocked out. He already got a glass jaw. So he didn't get credit for the victory, really. He fought um What's my man over from England? That Terrence Crawford. He fought. Um, God damn it! Spence got his first title off of him, but he went up to fight Canelo at one sixty. Canelo beat him. He came back down, fought Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford beat him. He didn't get credit for it. So when people saying like, "Yo, Terrence Crawford ain't even fought nobody," like you fought names, but you fought them after they damage came goods. off for the knockout. You know what I'm saying? A knockout loss. So like, if he do that again. With like a, a Jamel or whatever, that like I want my full credit. Yeah, that that I feel you. I f- I see how that could like become your narrative. Yeah. Like that's what this nigga do. He smell Wait. blood in the water and go <laughs> after the nigga. I'll fight him after we take a loss. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that type of shit. I don't. I'm not saying that's what he is doing, but that's why that's going, gonna be the narrative. That's why going into the fight with with Spence, it was like, well, who you fought? Who got the better resume? Because we got some of the same names on our resume, but every name that's on your resume, you fought him after I did him. And I knocked him out, or somebody else had just knocked him out. Yeah, uh, that don't take nothing away from Terrence, but I don't want I don't want that for him. It'd be something for a nigga to bring up in a press conference to yeah. get up under your skin, though. Oh, for sure, <laughs> Terrence, a weak ass nigga. He he a monster, dog. I, he, he earned every accolade that he can possibly get, and if he go up to one, also want to say this: there's no male boxer who's been undisputed in two different weight classes. Clarissa Shield did it, so we gotta keep saying. He's the first male boxer, blah, blah, blah. Shout out to Crystal Shields. She got 13 fights. Okay. <laughs> All them belts that she did won. The, 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 the long, like, it's not that many women. <laughs> like, it's, it's the same, but it ain't the same. You know, what Terrence just did I, is I different. <laughs> did, didn't she come out? Uh, yeah, she broke her belts out that night <laughs> to, to, to take pictures with. Why you have your bills? Because <laughs> y'all niggas need to know who. Like, go sit down. She, the women she love the accessorize. Now she want to fight Keith Thurman. Yeah, that's what I was going to talk. Like, come on, man. Like, nobody wins. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to give you, whose quote is this? <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Like, stop it. She just feeling herself. Now. And, you know, women be crazy like that. Like, I know you done beat up a lot of bitches. But, like, I'm a man. Still at the end of the day, I'm a man. You know what somebody said about her on the internet? Because she been going back and forth. Once she said that, like, niggas basically was like, yo, chill the fuck out. Have you heard any of her music? (laughs) Music? She raps. Come on. Nah. Come on. I'm dead ass. Nah. Stop. I'm dead ass serious. She she didn't drop, like, a couple tracks. I have never heard a competent rapper who boxed. Every rapper. You must have forgot. Every rapper. Every boxer who raps is ass. Roy Jones gave you like a song or two. Stop. He it. ass as a rapper though. Like let's keep it real. Yeah. The only sports athlete who can who dibbled and dabbled in me, Dame Dollar is the the sweetest athlete rapper ever. He Nigga just Shaq a, got platinum plaques. For sure. For sure. And a song with Biggie. Yeah, he's claiming the fame. It's a song with Biggie. But like Dame is the greatest they ain't be rapping. The greatest sports player to ever. He just cold rapping, period. Yeah. I'm like, yo, other than that, every other nigga who rapped, who did a sport, ass. 
Come on. Prime gave us a hit. Must be the money. Was that even a rap? That's, I thought yeah, that was more yeah, on my feet. That's more of like spoken word. <laughs> it was uh, a bop. <laughs> everybody else asked. So I'm never going to listen to this Clarissa Shield song because I don't want to look at her in that light. I'm never going to listen to it. Okay. We actually, I don't even remember you saying it. <laughs> you know, man, I just want, I don't want to get in women's business or tell a woman what to do, but like. What's a woman? <laughs> I don't want to do that either. <laughs> but like Clarissa, like just be, just be confident in who you are. That's just it. You don't have to prove nothing to nobody else. You beat up a lot of, you beat up a couple girls. You got a lot of belts. You don't have to prove shit to nobody else. Two, Clearly you stand at the top two, of what you do. Two gold medals in the Olympics. Like, so usually you get your gold medal in the Olympics and turn pro. I'm going to run this shit back and get another, do another one. And another one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she for sure. And was like, yo, nigga, I stepped into MMA and went over there, got some MMA wins, took an L, but got some MMA wins. Like, she really bought her shit. Like, she really a fighter. Like, I fight standing up. I start, I fight. That's what I'm saying. You ain't got nothing else to prove, huh? Like, you ain't got nothing. You don't have to rap. You don't have to talk back at niggas in the comments. You don't have to go everywhere and bring them belts. Oh, she was going in on niggas in the comments who was kind of like, yo, you got to you gotta chill. And posted, look at this nigga and this and this and this. And then she posted a video of her sparring men. And when I say sparring men, she posted the video, like, after she hits them, the clip goes to the next person of the next time of her hitting somebody. It's, it's edited well. Yeah. You know, she said she sparred Earl Spence before. Niggas say a lot of things. No, this, man. This, this happened because they asked everybody. And then when she said, you like, she said, he punched me in the stomach and I got out the ring. <laughs> like, it's different over here. Like, it's different. That's why I would not want to see her fight Keith Thurman. Like, Keith said, I'm like, you know, I'm interested. for If it's for charity, I'll fight you. Only using a jab. I'll wear the bigger gloves. You can wear whatever gloves you want. And you can wear headgear. Um, and I'll just jab you to death. It's going to look goofy. Like, what are you doing? You know what? Let's get rid of women's sports. Because we don't. Is this what you are on right now, man? Let's get rid of women's sports and just have everybody participate in the same sport. The the WNBA ain't made a profit since they've been in business. You feel me? Literally, they have not turned a profit since they've been in business. Let's get rid of the WNBA. Have one NBA. If you can make the team, you can make the team. If you can't, they're setting up women for failure, dog. That ain't gonna happen. Well, what's a woman? Cause I just seen Brittany Griner with her start off with her with her pecs hooping. That was at a pool. But <laughs> but Brittany Griner is not gonna yeah, come through the lane on fucking Joel Embiid. Like it's just a, it's a different game. She don't think so. Remember when she wanted to go like one on one with Boogie Cousins and he kind of yeah. like laughed that shit off. And like, it was like and like I would hurt her. I would hurt you. But she was like, nah. And and other WNBA stars was like, no, nah, nigga, you don't know what's you don't you don't know what's down there in the paint. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I do this shit with men and I dominate. Like I would hurt you. It's not the same. My strength is different. What's the other big uh big girl? She fine as hell too. Oh, Eric Campbell. Uh I think she was Elise Elk. Yeah. Some with an E, but her last name is Campbell. She tall and fine as hell. Yeah. You not playing down low with a nigga though. But they think they better. And they think that men no, and don't. women no, ain't. They don't. I, I know they don't. But like <laughs> they say it publicly. Maybe it's, they do. It's, it's to get the hype. Maybe. You see, it's, again, you see how we doing right now in this climate. Everything is for the 
for the hype, the clout, the attention. I could just say anything. Like, oh yeah, we I could shoot the light. What what's the uh the I don't even know her name. The girl who just uh won the three point contest, made the most baskets ever. Yeah. yeah. Tarasi. Yeah. And Tarasi. That was her? Yeah, she just hit ten thousand points. No, no, no. We're talking about the three three point, point contest. contest. Oh, she I shot know what thirty seven. Yeah, or I know what you're like talking that. about. And they they easily trying to compare her to Steph. Like, Come on, stop it, stop she, it. She can shoot her ass. Off. She can, but them as well as the men now, y'all getting real creative with them two point shots. You know what I'm saying? With the with the with the what, money balls ball? and shit. So like the number is going up higher, but like fam, it's it's only twenty balls out here. Yeah. Like, how you get 37 off 20 balls? Because I hit even the money with, shot every even time. Even with Steph and them. Like, it used to be just, yo, know, 5, 10, They got to make it 20. fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They got to inflate the numbers and make it. And that's the NBA doing that shit, too. Like, it ain't used to be no money ball, nigga. You, it's, it's what? One, two, three, four. It's five, five. spots. So, this 25 shots. NBA, I want my credit. If y'all make a half court 10-point shot, I want it now. We got to get at the, the MTV rocking job. I want, I want I my want, credit. I, I don't want my basketball it. to be like that, though. Niggas is playing. It's like that now. I don't want it to be that way. Niggas pull up kids, half right now. Easy. What, what I don't want to see is like kids practice like, oh, nigga, this is my shot, the 10-point. Kick it out to me. You know what's so funny? And I didn't think. Now when people say today's NBA is better than the other NBA and shit like that, I have a, I, I kind of understand what they mean. The skill level for the average person in the NBA is so much higher than it was in the 90s. We're not talking about the standout people, the Jordans and shit, the Magics and Birds and all that shit. Them niggas going to be great in any in any capacity. Right. Any area you put them yeah. in. The average nigga in the NBA dribbles better than everybody <laughs> throughout the 80s and the 90s. The average big man, like the skill level has gone up so fucking far. I be watching these little kids pulling up from half court, draining them bitches. It wasn't like that in 92 when I was hooping, when I was 10 years old. Coach wouldn't let you. No, I wouldn't saying, even dare think about that but shit. But the skill wasn't there. Yeah. I see niggas doing the Euro step, doing all this extra shit like, yo, he looked like Kyrie Irving at 12. They be having trainers. Yeah, like the skill level has jumped up so much. So back in the day when Steph first came out, we was like, we don't want to see little kids shooting threes everywhere. They do now, and they be making them bitches, which is crazy because you nine, and you making threes, and like adults can't make the threes that nine-year-olds make right now because they train on that particular skill like we did Doing the layups. They're doing a layup line <laughs> or some shit like that. So I, I think I understand where they be like, yo, this league is this on the skill level. I, I just be want I just be wanting to enjoy I just enjoy the eras of basketball that I enjoyed. And that's it. Like there's gonna be great players in in every era. But like I remember watching basketball in the late eighties and the early nineties. I thought that shit was some you can't tell me playoff basketball from like ninety two to ninety five Shit, 96 probably wasn't some of the best basketball I've ever seen in my life. For sure. But you fast forward a couple years, the Warriors had some good runs. Like, it's been a lot of good basketball. I just appreciate it for the era that it's in. I think my 04 Pistons are a great team. Does that great team translate to how niggas hoop now and move the ball? I think, you know, if we give them comparisons, there are teams that would give them a hard time, but it's just two era, two different eras of basketball. I'd say it's too many. I, my opinion, I'm not a basketball fan. I'm more of a football fan. But 
it's just too much blowout. Every game is blown out by 20 points. It's 120 to 100. It's well, just too. In the 80s, the basketball, the price, I mean, the prices, the scores in the 80s was high as fuck. I, I don't recall over yeah. 110. Yeah, there was, you know, um, um, believe it or not. Because, like, even though I'm born in 82, we I watched basketball through the 90s. Through the 80s, it probably was on. I just, we're not conscious enough to remember and watch all those games. But through the 90s, after I'm, like, 10 years old and, like, can walk around and turn the television on and know what you're doing and shit, I watched that shit all through the fucking 90s and shit. And, like, if we dropped K Cunningham on the Utah Jazz and got rid of Brian Russell, nigga, he would destroy them niggas on that squad. Like, the skill level is... It's, it's, it's different. My it's dribbling different. is different. My my cutting is different. Like, everything is different. Just like in um, somebody liking this to uh, in boxing today, Terrence Crawford was to fight Sugar Ray Robinson. He probably destroy Sugar Ray Robinson because this, this, the skill set is just... This is different. It's different. And that's why right. you just enjoy the era that they in. Yeah. So, comparison is a thief of joy. My bad. So you just just enjoy the era that they in. I would we can what if all day, but like nigga, I watched MJ play. I watched it. Yeah. I watched it. You can't tell me shit. I watched it damn near his whole career. Like that nigga was one of the best. I watched Kobe's whole career. I watched LeBron's whole career. He was watching Jordan eighty five. No, not. <laughs> 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 you got me a couple. The years that count. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Clarissa, chill out. That man will kill you. Maybe I'll play some of her music for my music pick one week. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't want to hear her rapping, dog. I really don't. I was hoping you about to say she did R and B or some shit because that that'd have been like, oh, that's, Why, that's she dope. is from Flint, Michigan, and she beat people up. Why would she be doing R and B? That, that got rap written all over it. But she fight women. <laughs> she still fight. <laughs> like you feel me? Um, that sounds like a good struggle story to me. That got hip hop. I hate that shit. Written all over it. I hate that shit in boxing. I feel it's kind of racist. Well, struggle. They story. came from nothing. Yeah, like everybody they got fought their way out the slums. Like he, yo, he was a bad kid, and this one guy saved his life. And this Earl Spence, a white man, saved his life. Earl Spence don't got that story. That nigga grew up with his mom and his daddy. He was never impoverished or no shit like that. Like, I started getting into a little bit of trouble. He took me to the boxing gym. Like, that's it. Caught him early. Like, I didn't get shot. I didn't, like, everybody, like. No, like, I had a black father in the home, and he said, we're going to do this instead. Since you ain't listening to shit else, we'll do this. Like, Shakur Stevenson. Like, I don't got this this story where. I was about to get arrested and the, 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 like everybody Learn don't. a box in jail. Yeah. We, everybody <laughs> don't need this story. A lot of us have it. A lot of them have it. But like, it's like, if you don't got this it's story. It's more compelling. People buy into stories. Yeah. No, you got to figure out a way to promote and sell black fighters other than the struggle kid. You feel me? Like if it's, if you top rank Bob Aram, well, no, he was, his, his daddy was on drugs. His mom was on drugs. Daddy was in prison. This is the greatest boxing story of all time. He threw the mean streets of Detroit. Then they show you like running the street past a fucked up house. You know what I'm saying? No, you like, definitely running up Woodward. Yeah. Because you got to run past the fist yeah. and the spirit of Detroit. So For you sure. definitely and, running up Woodward. Oh, old crunk or some shit. Yeah. Like, it's the same rinse and repeat package they put on everybody. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere they're going to find you related back to Kronk. Yo, okay. yo, uncle. Box one, one match there, and now you were Kronk. You his were uncle used the Kronk lineage. His, his uncle used to look at the Kronk gym and never could go in. So now, 
seven generations later. <laughs> That's the story. You still man. can't go in. Yeah. Uh, that shit is wild. Uh, man, did y'all hear about this Lizzo shit? Boy. Our belly? <laughs> Lizzo nasty. I knew that big bitch was nasty. I knew it. She Ooh, facing hella charges. Too. She facing some of the same charges R. Kelly is. She should. Be. She facing charges already? Facing charges. I didn't hear about the charges. Nah, I ain't heard about that. I mean, I just heard about the scandal, but I ain't heard criminal charges or Listen, civil. They saying uh some of the dancers are saying that she put them in positions to where it was an overly sexual environment. And they they felt uncomfortable and I'm hearing she got a. She's supposed to be getting a charge on uh. What's the same thing R. Kelly got? Listen, there was an Amsterdam. not letting the girls out type of deal. So it's a lawsuit from the dancers. There was no an Am- no criminal charge. There was an Amsterdam in a red light district, and some of the dancers on stage, or whatever, was putting bananas in their vagina, and she made them eat it <laughs> after it came out the vagina. <laughs> so I'm I thought she made them eat it while it was in the. Either or, that's even worse. Terrible. I mean, ain't that like some Harvey Weinstein shit? We all adults here, though. So that's the Harvey Weinstein. Suck my dick if you want this role. It's your choice if you do it or not, right? Oh, you said I was thinking uh, the, uh Epstein. Mm. Yeah, I was thinking Epstein. No, but bad. on some Harvey Weinstein shit, like the casting couch, like, well, suck my dick if you want this role. You don't got to. And when when you and she's your dancer and she's doing a she got a whole show to be backup dancers and shit and like if. I'm the big executive. I tell you to do some shit. I can fuck your career up. Eat this fucking banana that just came out this woman pussy or go the fuck home back to Kansas or some shit. What's the difference between her and the Harvey Weinstein shit? I heard she to flexed black, on him like that too. To black women too. Because the whole believe all women shit, right? Allegations. Believe yep. all women. Ain't that the thing? Accusations. Black women are saying that they've been abused, and now we not gonna believe them because I'm not saying we're not gonna believe them. They just accusations until charges come. Like, okay, say that the next time a woman (laughs) get raped and it's a man saying, "Oh man, no, don't don't do that. No, don't do do that. that. Don't do that. No, we doing that. Don't do that. You don't get to pick and choose when you believe all women. Oh, believe all women when it's about a man." But don't believe all women. I'm not saying I don't believe them. Right now, they just there's no charges that have been filed. It's just accusations. Well, we accusation all the fuck up to for Bill Cosby before there was even a charge. That nigga is out because that charge shit didn't stick on him. I bet you more chicks come out. What you gonna do then? You probably got some type of immunity. Cosby ain't going back to jail. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is more probably gonna come out with her. With Lizzo, yeah. Oh, and you fat shaming. Your whole fucking makeup, your whole fucking career is based off you being fat. And now you talk about, nah, you fat shaming somebody else. What kind of shit is that? I'm not fat like you're like you're fat. She like, pulled the Monique. Like, y'all, bitch, you getting too fat up here. <laughs> what? I'm the be- I'm the biggest bitch that you've seen thus far. <laughs> I'm the biggest bitch that you've seen thus far. <laughs> That's some crazy ass shit. Whole time you want to be skinny. She got the same person. Last time Kanye West went on his rant. He said some shit that went unnoticed. He was like, nigga, my personal trainer the same one that trained Lizzo. <laughs> she telling y'all she want to be fat whole time. She want to be healthy, trying to lose weight. And uh, Man, that shit tough. All that um, shit she was talking, all that body positivity shit, you shaming these girls because they big. That's the bait and switch. You, st- you stay big, I'm going to get small and get all them guys around you. Showing, yeah. you your bare ass in uh, fucking front row seats in the Lakers, uh, what you call that stadium? Crypto Arena now. Because yeah. 
all this body shit. Oh, you just shaming me because I'm fat. You're shaming your own fat dancers. <laughs> no, I'm shaming you because your ass out and it's just not appropriate. What kind of shit is this, boy? <laughs> the shit didn't hit the fan. <laughs> This shit is crazy. I'm I bet like, you, I bet you Lizzo was talking to them bitches crazy as hell. And she from here. Oh, weird ass bitch. <laughs> Play that on you, flute. <laughs> <laughs> she playing the R. Kelly song. Bringing the kids. Bro, that's some wild ass shit. You making a motherfucker eat a banana out of somebody's pussy? That's some that Hey, look. That's why, they, that's mean, why you, people go to you Amsterdam. You in another country. It's just one. I mean, my nigga... <laughs> Depending make, on the situation, that could be your Friday night. <laughs> would you like one? Would you like her to make one of your children do that? Okay, I'm. We talking to ad- adults, my nigga. Adults. When they when they adults, your son twenty two, right? Twenty. He's twenty. Twenty years old. He's an adult. <laughs> if he was in the situation, and somebody for his job do this shit or else, you know you'd be pissed off. Like, let me get to that motherfucker. I'm gonna yes, this motherfucker. I, I'm just saying. It's, you know, depending on the right situation, this could be a good time. Could be. <laughs> could be. But I shoot this bitch up. <laughs> I wish the fuck I would have a motherfucker make one of my Nah, I'm beating I'm beating the fuck out you. You know, in a single life, in a single dame life, a little bit of weed, two ladies, banana. I mean <laughs> What's up? <laughs> that no, sounds so bad. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Shit is wild. It's a hard no for me. <laughs> all these fake ass niggas y'all be propping up like they some fucking savior and shit or they some giant cause. All these bitches be evil, dog. All these motherfuckers. They all stra- be the mean girls. I see straight through that shit, man. Y'all be propping these motherfuckers up like they the, oh, you got to go to bat. That Cardi B shit, right? I seen the video. Somebody threw some water on her, beamed her fucking ass with the fucking microphone. I'm feeling all sorry for the girl and shit like that. Like, why the fuck would she do that? You know what I'm saying? That, that bitch need deserve to get in here the motherfucking microphone. I'm watching on fucking TMZ. That shit is on that working shit on this big dumbass 70-inch TV and shit. So I see the shit really clearly. She get up on stage a little while before that and say, man, it's hot up here. Can y'all throw y'all water on me? Throw some water on my pussy. Anybody got... Anybody... Who my grandma calling for? Mm-hmm. Um, throw me, throw some water on stage. Throw some water on stage. Like, so you were just asking people to throw water on you, and then a couple minutes later, somebody throw water on you, and you like, bitch, why would you throw water on me? Because I'm over it now. But that's the second event. Did y'all see the one? She was in the club with Offset. Somebody came, shook the champagne, sprayed her. Shh. Offset flew off the stage, fired on him. But like at this event. In the same outfit, within five minutes, you telling everybody to throw water on me because I'm hot. And then you come on this side of the stage and somebody throw water on you. And you, in your brain, it don't connect that you just ask somebody to do that? No, nah, it's a metaphor. It's a rap metaphor. You feel me? <laughs> now, I'm not and saying that you... I for that sh- shit two songs ago. Yeah, and it's not that <laughs> I'm I about to do Bodak Yellow. I don't want no water. Yeah, I, it's not lost at me. Like, maybe this not the time for you to throw water. But, like, nothing... She was mad up there like, I can't believe this bitch. Nigga, you just told people to do that. Two songs ago, it don't matter now. So, what y'all feeling on people throwing stuff on stage? The the Drake throwing, getting bras thrown on stage, Pusher getting everything thrown at him. <laughs> Drake got a Jordan Four thrown on stage. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't mind getting bras thrown on stage. I feel like, I feel like you really made it when they start throwing bras and panties. Like nigga, you a sex symbol. You know, bitches start throwing bras at me. Like I'm picking. I'm wearing them bitches for the rest of the show. Like that's that's those are my championship belts. Yeah, man. Uh, in this day and age, I don't think nobody should throw nothing because I, I niggas 
people too crazy. Yeah. I don't know what you throwing. I, if I if I, I see this. I feel like it's some encouragement of that shit. Like a nigga like Drake probably like encouraging the sex symbols, throw your bra type shit. Like when well, I, I have the issue where niggas like throw like nigga, I got a, a pop bottle and I'm going to throw it at Jeezy while he on stage. I got issue with that. Like nigga, just enjoy the show. Yeah, but like I agree 100%. Uh, I don't know. When I tell y'all to start throwing stuff, when I see arms going like this, I'm I'm on alert for everything now though, cause I niggas are crazy. Yeah, literally when Drake was here, somebody threw a Jordan Four on stage in Detroit. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> did why? you bring an extra shoe or it did you like now you just what? He was like, he came out with the fake gun. I'm like yo, a shoe? But like, why would he throw a shoe? Like, what? Just <laughs> to say I did it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Now if I get, if I can get the video up there showing me throwing the shoe and then Drake up, nigga, I'm hood famous. What I just tell famous. you? Now one of the girls who threw a a, a thirty six double G on um, on stage, she got to deal with Playboy now. Yeah, I had to Google her to see what them titties look like. The next one threw an L. Did y'all see that? <laughs> show me where they like. Show me that daddy. <laughs> show me where they came from. Since we're on that topic, <laughs> on the topic of titties, go ahead. The woman uh, MMA fighter won her fight, became a champion, flashed the whole crowd. Did y'all see that? No. I did not. Y'all need to see that. Okay. Did they, did they look like a man's titties? No, they, they didn't. Look? No, they didn't. Okay. <laughs> no. Thank you. Maybe she's trying to get her wrap up. Maybe. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, don't don't be throwing reckless shit. Bras and panties, though, I'm cool with. Throw me your bra. Especially the expensive ones. Yeah, man. It's That's like, how I know you a fan, because bras be expensive as fuck. And if you take it off and, like, you got... They're throwing 50 on stage. That's 50, 60 on stage. Easy. You a fan. I appreciate you. If you had a Drake concert, you a fan. You that close to throw something? Oh, you a super fan. Because them tickets, <laughs> them bitches half a rack, for sure. Almost like going to see Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is, I, is Drake... No. <laughs> you just sound like you about to do a hot take. Go ahead, it's Drake. What? You know, I feel like Beyonce is the number one performer right now. Like nobody's touching the shit that she's doing. Like I may not be a fan of the music, but like the production, what you getting when you see Beyonce, you getting an experience. Who was like the next up close to Beyonce? Would it be? I mean, Kendrick probably Kendrick made the most for any hip hop concert. So like. Would it be Kendrick What's Drake? Name? Uh, I'm gonna leave the door open. Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Okay. What like, about years ago? Everybody was so hyped when Kanye brought the floating stage out. Yeah, that's, that, that was them the was tricks and gimmicks. But like Bruno Mars, they they can run that nigga back at the Super Bowl every year. Like that motherfucker puts on a show. Like that is a a a, a, a that nigga does it all. Okay. Um, and them tickets is just expensive. I'm not, you know, I've never gone to see Bruno Mars. Oh, Bruno in Mars, concert. that nigga's a, a, an amazing performer. Okay, you seen him before? Yeah, okay. he came here. He was at a LCA, and he did the Super Bowl. Uh, I damn near, I think he did it twice. But like, um, yo, that nigga's an amazing performer. Okay. Uh, I have no. I've idea. never seen him live. I'm not. I've seen the Super Bowl, but like live in concerts. So. I've never. I don't. I'm, I don't know what the fuck Taylor Swift does at her concerts. But them bitches, Tim tickets is is expensive, and they she packed out Ford Field, and um, the Swifties. That's what they call them. 
I don't know what the fuck be going on. Them kinds has has there been footage released? Because <laughs> I don't she uh, I don't know what the she fuck get to is. singing them songs. That's I, it. It I may have be no rocking. Idea what she be doing in them bitches? And all them little girls be looking like her. Who I don't know because I'm black, right? I don't know who bigger between Taylor uh, Swift and Beyonce. Because I'm black, it looks like it's Beyonce. Yeah, but I have no idea. And via like. I don't know. What what now what would constitute bigger? Sales, fandom. I mean, it could be Taylor Swift for all I know. Like I just don't keep up with that kind of music. It's hard for it to be like sales or concerts because Beyonce don't go on tour all the time. Mm-hmm. And the albums be like few and far between. Taylor Swift A little she, more frequent. She a little bit more frequent, but still have I don't fucking know how you would measure. So, and to be honest, I do not know how you would measure um, who's bigger and who has that bigger cultural impact. Because Taylor Swift has sold 144 million albums to Beyonce's 29.5 million albums. Yeah, <laughs> case closed. <laughs> fucking Taylor Swift. Well, also, if you look at albums sold, Mariah Carey is blowing fucking Beyonce out the water too. By the way. I mean, and we don't look at Mariah Carey like that, but I, I had to put some respect on Mariah Carey's name. Once I, I don't know why I went to Wikipedia one day and like look back and forth. Two hundred twenty for Mariah. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. And she ain't put out an album since the Christmas album. <laughs> I put a Christmas <laughs> album out every year, but two hundred and twenty. That's crazy. When niggas actually had to go and buy the whole album. <laughs> Not streaming. All, the, the, all Mariah do is loop all I want for Christmas every year and just wait for the checks to come in. Get paid. 220 million records, nigga. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And think about how big Beyonce is with her, with her only with her 29 million. <laughs> and how much did Taylor Swift have? She had like 144 million. Ain't nobody fucking with Mariah Carey, dog. But Mariah been out a long ass time too. That's why, and nobody fucking with her because y'all still can't. Y'all ain't y'all ain't beat my old shit. I've been out since. Remember how incredible of a singer? Like the first time you heard Mariah Carey, it was like well, this is different. <laughs> yeah, Mariah Carey a G though. That's why she bust up on him on that verse. She said, "I never do a verse." She like your niggas gonna pay me for <laughs> fucking verses. What are you talking about? Okay. Crack a hundred million, then come back and talk to me. Who more do a versus with? Because that's why I think like Jay Z. Well, we should probably stop talking about verses like that shit even yeah. matters anymore. But like the reason Jay Z wouldn't do a versus is because I would kind of be like admitting that me and you on the same level, and I would never admit. I don't that, fuck with you, chitlin circuit <laughs> niggas. I would never admit that like there's another rapper who can be like on my level, and I don't think Mariah Carey, um, who I've never heard say. Heard say anything bad about Beyonce will ever acknowledge her as being on my level. Nah. <laughs> I don't think she'll ever even acknowledge her. <laughs> like, she, like, like she knows who sh- it's two ships passing in the night. Like I know who you are, mm-hmm. and I never have to speak your name because you're not even close to where I'm at. When last time you heard Mariah Carey speak? When last time you seen her? She pop out every now and again. Like, what does she do all day? Count money. <laughs> Smoke weed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Does she take care of them kids she got with Nick? I think she do. She ain't taking them motherfuckers to school. Them kids, you know, old. they got a show. For, they probably about ten, my son's <laughs> age or something like that. Kids got some, got some age. You got to get your son to school though, right? Yeah, I do. Okay, nigga, what, what kind of school? Nigga, bring the professors here. What are you talking about? <laughs> they mean I got to be seen? No, nobody can't fucking see me. Nah, you probably got a driver or something. Like you know, you take. Hey, hey how how was your day? 
The maid, like the chef already made dinner. Go feed yourself. Email me the details of your day. (laughs) Tell your dad. (laughs) I don't know, dog. I just wonder what she do all day. Because she not like putting out new ass music. I think she just count money and smoke weed. Maybe she just stream her old shit just to get her numbers up. You ever notice that like all her rap features have been with like niggas? Yeah, Mariah fuck with the hood. Yeah. She fuck with the niggas. Sitting on a, and the niggas fuck with her. Sitting on the snoop with her and Cam smoking. Well, they kept saying, every time they reference her smoking weed on, on the stoop, they would like bleep it out or some shit because like. I'm Mariah Carey. I'm Mariah Carey, but like. And you niggas is not on my level. Think about this. Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon dated for like four days. And then he had a Mariah Carey tattoo across his back. And then they got married. <laughs> what the fuck does Mariah Carey have? She put that bar. This is the only way. Let me tell you. Nick no. Cannon is the last person to talk to Mariah Carey. <laughs> I don't. She don't I think somewhere know. in the shuffle, like we forget, like I think Mariah looked good, and her body is her body is probably crazy. We like remember her at the All Star game that year. Like her body is crazy. Nick got a. Nigga, you didn't have some good pussy where you were like, look, I'm going to lock this shit. I don't want nobody else fucking this. Like, I'm going to just lock it down. And that's what he did. Just on a big, just on a higher level. And he knocked her up to make sure you niggas know I've been here. This is my baby mama. (laughs) This is my baby mama. Everybody know my baby mama. (laughs) You know, niggas live off of baby mama fame, especially in the ghetto. You think so? I've seen it. I've seen it. I know uh-huh. nobody who's popular because of their baby mama. Not yeah. necessarily popular, but I can always attach myself. Husbands are temporary. Baby daddies are forever. Damn. Okay. Follow Dave for more logic. <laughs> <laughs> Follow Dave for more. Them, them two points did not connect at all. <laughs> <laughs> them motherfuckers did not connect at all. Um, Yo, Liz are out here being a creep, but I don't. Holler at me when they draw some charges. I mean, Let me see some proof. Believe all. What women. if it's a video? Believe all women. Oh, what if it's a video? That's not good. I'm sure it is. Everything's a video now. They were in Amsterdam. Well, probably not. You know, they got what happens that. in Amsterdam. They're supposed to stay in Amsterdam. Hey, they might have that uh that that China Wi-Fi block. <laughs> <laughs> the information can't come out. Everything stay here. Um, whack man, what's 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 been going on, my brother? Man, glad you asked me. You know I'm the man in the Metro Detroit, and actually probably the state. I'm gonna tell you like this right now. There's nobody in the state of Michigan making shoes like me. You know that. That's a fact. How you get into making shoes? Like niggas be having clothing lines, t-shirts, jeans. Got past that. See, shirts, jeans. That's the easy stuff. Shoes be the hardest. I have seen a lot of um. People in this southeastern Michigan, um, in the gym shoe line, uh, but you go, you go in a different way. So when you say shoes, what do you tell it? To? So, okay, first of all, I got well, I've designed and made twenty one different shoes, mm. like absolutely different shoes. Uh, I started off with a classic recreation of the Gucci three quarters. People ain't seen them in about 25 years. Discontinued. No longer sold. Nowhere. I dropped I saved up three Wendy's checks to get a to get a brown pair. Do you know do you know what what the status symbols of them was? That's why I had one I had to recreate it because I got tired of seeing the chunky shoes. I got that's not my style. 
you know I'm an older gentleman, you know what I'm saying? I, I can't get with that. Yeah. So I recreated them as my opening shoe, sold all of those, double back, dropped some red ones, some burgundy joints, did those. And I said, you know what? You don't have to always be the high class, you know what I'm saying, with the loafers. Came back with like a, a simple uh, sneaker. Jay Johnson, you got a pair of the navy blue joints. Yep, you know yep. what I'm saying? And I'm a blessed dame with his first pair today. I you appreciate know what I'm saying? it. I appreciate it. Uh, I came, I, I, I just double back and I keep coming more and more. And when we say sneaker, we're not necessarily talking about like a gym shoe. It's like more a casual like shoe. A, a casual, in the mind of a Cole Hine type yeah, shoe. Yeah. Well, I do got sneakers though. All right, I, I see the sneak sneaks. Well, I, can't, I don't want to do it on camera. Can I pull it on camera? Yeah, go ahead. These right here. Okay. All right. I did look down there. I thought, you know, maybe. Yeah, these mean. You know what I'm saying? I call them No, 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 man. These They should be in sacks. You know what I'm saying? I need to holler at somebody. Maybe Marcus ask you. Yeah. <laughs> the shoe ambassador. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but yeah, these, these my newest ones. I call them the uh, Infinity Rush. You know what I'm saying? I got these right now on the website. Uh, com. You know, check that out. Uh, I'll drop all the hashtags at the end of yeah, you know okay. when we close. So, this urban haberdashery. Yeah. Um, the term haberdashery is not used um, often. I looked it up when you started doing this shit, and um, I figure it probably got a, a meaning to you. So, what do you? Why'd you name your your company that? I want to tell you this is probably one of the greatest stories. Um, I st- when I first first got into this, I wanted to do clothes. I wasn't a fan of the tight clothes and all of that. So my wife came home from work one day and she was talking with her coworker and she explained to them that I wanted to do a clothing brand. And he's a uh white guy, you know what I'm saying? He threw out a word like haberdashery and then she brought it to me and I was like, mm, I like that. And because of the culture, you know, I wanted to add the urban to it because I, I'm i not with the, I mean, I'm with it, but, you know, the straight button-ups and suits and all of that. But I'm more of a laid-back polo. Casual. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, throw the urban haberdashery. It's a little mix of both. You know what I'm saying? You could wear it to your office, and you know, the after five when you want to hit the bar, the happy hour. You know what I'm saying? It's quick. Versatile. Yeah. yeah. So I came up with that. My wife gave me the name haberdashery from a conversation she had with her coworker. And I put it together ever since. Okay. So I want to give a shout out to my wife for that. Now, is this been something that's been on your mind, clothes or the shoes? Or is that something you just kind of stumbled into? How long has this been a part of you? Um, I want to tell you since tw- I, I wanted to do a clothing brand in 2010 called Quiet Storm. I squashed that and went into doing, I did uh, soaps and lotions for a while. And I did that for about two years, which was all good, but. It wasn't really my my flair. I'm good at it, but it's not what I felt. No, what you, you weren't passionate about yeah. it. But me being me just not liking the trend of clothes and, yeah. and what's going on. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, look, if if y'all can go spend it at the big box stores, you know what I'm saying? Why not? I can make my own for the same price. You know what I'm saying? If if you gonna go and spend three hundred dollars on a G shirt, you know what I'm saying? I make my own shirt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Same quality because I'm not going to really expose people like that, but I know where they're getting it made at. I know I what they're doing. Sure. My cousin does it. Everybody does it. He has a, like, listen, the the blend percentage is a blend percentage. Yeah. The same shirt that you get from Izod is a, the same shirt that you get from Polo, from Ralph Lauren. It's the same cotton. You can get the same cotton blend. Um, and 
I remember somebody was like, nigga, I could make polo shirts better than polo make polo shirts. You can. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is you sewing in the, the whatever it is, like, it's a scam. Now, I don't want to say it's a scam, but like they know the system. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's the it's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I mean I got into it just just off of that because I, I didn't want to be like everybody else doing t shirts and stuff, which is cool, but everybody do a t shirt. Everybody use yeah. I I know what everybody using. I could grab your shirt and tell you what what brand it is, what blank it is, and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody using they they do the simple route. Get a blank, press it up, put it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's very hard that, that it's very rare that you're gonna find some people who do cut and sew who got patterns to send it to a manufacturer and they getting it cut to a certain specific measurement. You know what I'm saying? And then get them put out. Those are the people who got real fine high line couture brands. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So. But I just bossed in the shoes because ain't nobody messing with me. How, how did you even find your way into shoes? Because you got to, beyond designing it, you got to get molds. You got to find somebody to make the shoe. So uh, with that, I, it's just tons of research, tons of research. And it and it's not YouTube research because that, that don't really give you what you need to know. It's like tons of reading articles, reading books, uh, searching different manufacturers. And I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, it costs a lot of money. This ain't no this ain't no cheap man's game. This this big investment. You know what I'm saying? I'm spending tens of thousands of dollars getting stuff made. Again, like you say, getting molds made. That's the mold is like ex- very expensive. Dog, twelve hundred to to two thousand dollars for one. So I, I'm gonna give you a story. When I first started, I only made the sizes seven through twelve, most common sizes. Boom. I had a request. All the big foot fellas, you know, I said, man, you ain't got no thirteens, no fourteens. I said, all right, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to get it made. Made the investment, put up the bands to get it done. You put up the money for the mold, and it's still an extra tax on each one of those big sizes. So like T-shirts, when it's a 2X or a 3X, it's always extra $10 or something more. Shoes is always double that. You know what I'm saying? I put them 13s out. You know what I'm saying? Half of them sold. Most of them didn't. You know what I'm saying? But I... I won't do that again unless the demand is really, really there. Yeah, that, that got to be, uh, you pay first, then I do it. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean. I see, I see niggas do their pre-order game. Yeah, but this is in the industry of fast fashion, your, your sheens, your fashion novas. I paid for it. I want it tomorrow. That, and that's how people treat you. But I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not giving you nothing low quality. I mean, how long you had yeah. them shoes? About a year and a half now? No, that's longer than that. You know what I'm saying? I Listen. Testament right there. Two years. Still holding up. You know what I'm saying? I ain't giving up no junk. You know what I'm saying? It's top of the line. And I want to give a couple shout outs while we on this story. I want to give a shout out to Rufus Bartell over there at Simply Casual. He gave me my first shot in the store. I was in this store last year um, in the fall. I pulled out because the season changed. You know what I'm saying? So you got to swap out. But uh, I plan on going back with a whole new shoe. I also want to give a shout out to Rose Spit. Mm. Over there at Burn Rubber and uh, store uh, 218. He's rocking a new pair of my loafs that I came out with in his new movie. I can't, I don't know the name of the movie, but he just came out in the new movie. He's starring in. Big shout out to Rose Spit. Big shout out to Rufus Bartell. Uh, the one that uh, L is doing right yeah. now. Yeah. Simply casual. That's a good look. If you're not from Detroit, this sits right on the avenue of fashion. And if you want to get fresh, you can walk into Simply Casual, make sure you got a couple dollars, and they can get you together. 
Now, besides the shoes, I use your cat. Y'all use your travel bag every time I go out of town. Oh yeah, and that's a and it's a lovely bag. It's uh, it look nice and it I, it fit all my shit in there. You know what I'm saying? Man, I dabbled into the bags too. Man, I, I that's one of the things I I kind of wanted to do an add on with because you know it it's the world of sales, right? You know, got to have an add on, upsell, all of that. So I did a bag to to complement the shoes. You know what I'm saying? It's a blue bag to yeah. go with the blue shoes. Uh, it's easy as a carry on. You ain't got to pay for it on your when you want to fly. You know, I went what I'm to saying? Dallas. I took, I just took that. Okay, you know what I'm saying like if I if I can go and not have a carry, I mean not have a, a full bag. I'm usually gonna wear. And it's the summertime. It's gonna be some some shorts, some shorts, some t-shirt type of situation. Yeah, I'm like, man, I threw I threw my iPad in there, and my MacBook was in there and shit, and had all my shit in there. I'm like, man, I'm about to just go and got off the plane, went straight to the Uber. You know what I'm saying? I might, I might do another one, man. Got to keep them bags around. It's a lot of travel, and I, and I see the, I see a lot of the young ladies in um in the city, uh, at their purse lines and bag lines is getting yeah. off. Yeah. And um, shout out to them, but I associate they 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 brand with women, so I don't want a bag mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. look like the one that all the women got. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want to go to, I don't want to go buy. I don't want to go into Gucci and Louis and buy them bags because one, I look like a victim, <laughs> or you look like a, a hype beat. I, I don't, I don't like that shit. You know I, what I'm saying? I like something that looks good. And then somebody be like, yo, what's that? Yeah, I'm gonna give you a little secret on them Gucci and Louis bags, bro. All of them ain't leather, and people walking around like they leather. They vinyl and shit. Vinyl, wax canvas, and they upcharging you thousands of dollars for them boys. You paying for the name. That's all. Yeah. You playing but, for the look that come with it. Yeah. So oh, look at that person. They now I can treat they them. They spent at least a thousand on their bag. I'm gonna like, treat them differently because I think they have money now. Yeah. You pay for that social status. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. But since you motivated me to drop a new bag, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what I can do for you. Yeah, man. And I'll be honest, I, I carry a, a actual book bag with me every day for for my Technically, it's a laptop bag or whatever. Uh, it got, you know what I'm saying? And I put my camera shit in here, but it's a laptop bag. But I literally carry a book bag with me every day. Our man's Dan, he uh, he asked me about it. He's like, man, you need to drop a book bag. You need to drop. I was like, I didn't know if that was my lane. You Like you said, a lot of the women in the city uh, definitely dropping, going crazy with the bags, yeah. going yeah. crazy. And uh, I was so like, I man, I don't want to step on no toes. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to inter- even jump in they lane, but it's a different lane because that's for men. So yeah. all the women that buy all them bags, go buy one for your husband. Go buy one from your for your man's or some shit. You know men's I mean? travel bag, weekender bag, something we like buy, that. We buy their bags for them. Yeah. So you go to my man's and get the bags for us. Oh yeah, I I did all of that. I did the little little shower bag too. I did them too, man. I I went crazy on the on the line. Okay. But I I got a double back. You know what I'm saying. So right now my focus is on the shoes. Um, I'm not gonna do another drop this year. I'm gonna push everything to next year. Now, I'm partial uh, to Rolex. Uh-huh. Um, I've always I've always been infatuated with Rolex ever since the, the first time I can remember fixating my eyes on it and be like, "Yo, this is a Rolex." I think it was before this, but Pac on all our eyes on me cover 1995 with that gold Rolex. Like that shit just looks so cold to me. So like my first real chain. Rolex chain, still got it. You know, I was gonna wear it tonight. <laughs> and Rolex, selling dope this weekend. Rolex bracelet. You know what I'm saying? I always loved the Rolex chain. So now you got a, a, a loaf 
with the Rolex. Uh, Similar Rolex. The, yeah, that the Rolex style. <laughs> um, gotta make sure you put that in. You got a, a checkered pattern. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Little link in front. Like them bitches look so fucking sweet. Though. And and they are. They are amazing. They that's my second line. You know what I'm saying? So I got two brands, Urban Haberdashery and Loafs and Co. Uh Loafs and Co is kind of like the main, main super luxury joint. Like you said, they got the similar like watch band bezel uh across it. Um I got a we actually already got a 2.0 that we already got samples of, but I I'm gonna push it. I'm a, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna hold off. Till I get rid of the rest of these loafs. So y'all go ahead and get on uh, loafsandco.com and cop them loafs. Okay. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. And I'm going to drop a bus down one, too. That's going to be crazy. Trying to get somebody's feet, sh- sh- somebody feet Take robbed. Take slide out. <laughs> slide out. What, right. side, what side shoes are them? Uh, my size. I always thought that shit was dope. Yeah, the, uh, so Jordan 1's, the ladies' version, they be having them with the with the actual face mm-hmm. um, right there on the shoes and shit. Uh, they only make them for the women's version, but like, them bitches is like super cold. You know what I'm saying? I always thought that shit was sweet. Um, so I'm gonna need to get some. You feel me? When you uh dressed up, suited up, throw those shoes on too. I'm telling you, man. And they comfortable. I I I ain't had no complaints from nobody. I had a few 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 uh a few complaints, but you know what I'm saying? That's average when most people don't know how to wear fine stuff, you know what I'm saying? They get the work. You know, you get a shirt that's too big and you throwing it in the wash and you throw it in the dryer on high. Now your shirt shrink like it's a cotton shirt. Like you need to be hang drying that joint. Yeah. Most people don't really know. Um, shit to the dry cleaners, my nigga. Hey, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just easier for me. I'm, I'm, I'm taking this shit to the dry cleaners. So. so. I mean, when I was younger, I washed a pair of pants, black pants, and the bitches came out gray. I was like, <laughs> never again. You Never use, again. You don't use cold water. That takes Flip it shit. inside out, put a little salt in the pocket. Stay at the WI. Oh, you just take it to the to the people. Sun Kings. <laughs> take it to the people right down the street, Loki. Right here on the uh, ten miles where I go. Like um, good pricing. I was going to somebody else that was waxing me. I'd be like, here, I need these twelve pair of pants and shit. I twelve pair, to- twelve pair of the exact same black pants, by the way. Because <laughs> I, I, I wear the exact same black pants. I go to a spot in the hood and I fuck with them because they black owned and you get your shit back the same day. Oh, that's good. But they cash only, and I be. With that swipe game a lot. Oh yeah, they got Russian girls back there. <laughs> <laughs> Cash only businesses, boy. What y'all reporting every year? <laughs> that motherfuckers is you made fifteen thousand washing money back there. That motherfucker. So I got a question for y'all. You know what I'm saying? In the shoe game, what 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 grabs y'all ass to shoes? You know what I'm saying? I'll be honest, man. For me, it's comfort, and I find the shoes that I like, and I stick with them. In the summertime, I'll be in ones. For the most part, in the wintertime, I love Timberlands, and then like when I got to dress up. Like I like a good hard bottom shoe, you know what I'm saying? A good loaf, good loafer, a good uh, what is it? The with the two straps, I can't think of the name of it. Oh, monk. Yeah, monk like strap. like a monk strap shoe. Like that's what I like when I when I get dressed up and going somewhere. Uh, the same. I find something I like. Like I I probably own like fifty pair of Jordan ones. You know what I'm saying? Like I just found a nice silhouette that I like, and I stick with it. Um, or. I don't like a lot of like white shoes or all white shoes, but there is like a, a, a certain loaf. Sometimes you just need a white shoe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Depending on what you're wearing and shit. I just try to keep that shit basic. Nothing real extra special, but it's a bit like the, like the, uh, like your joints, the blue joints. Like it's a, it's just a smooth, regular looking shoe. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's all I be needing. Cause I mean, at 40 years old, don't give me a whole bunch of straps and a whole bunch yeah. of fucking, 
uh, bubbles and like this is one guy uh, who makes cool shoes, but they like a mashup of like three different shoes. And sometimes they got a strap on it and this and that. I'm like, I don't need all the accessories on here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All the selling points from whatever. But like, I I, I just need something basic. I'd be for comfort. You know, most comfort days for sure. Comfort. Like I, I stay in some fucking Yeezys like or some like I I like a shoe that's going to be comfortable for me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So that's one of the things I, I kind of been trying to get my feedback on because Whenever I give somebody a shoe, some people might say it's uncomfortable. And I, you know, I got to go through the whole rigmarole. You got a high arch, low arch, you know what I'm saying? Woo, woo, woo. And so I got I to go back and tell these people, like, look, I need a better insole. Y'all can't give me that regular foam joint. I need I need a, a, a memory foam or I need a leather mm. sole. You know what I'm saying? Need- Five thousand more dollars. <laughs> it's also hey. it's like, did you buy this shoe? It looks nice for sure uh, because you fuck with me. Cause like, what if you don't wear this type of shoe all the time, and the shoe fits like all the other ones fit? But it's because you don't wear this particular dress shoe, mm-hmm. you think it's uncomfortable. No, this is how all these dress shoes. This is how wingtip fit. Right. Or this right. how uh, you know what I'm saying? So like, well, what what did you, what else do you wear? I think that's part about growing up, though. A lot of people don't peep game. Like you say, a lot of the wingtip shoes definitely gonna give you a little bit more pinch at that at that top. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Then 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 your regular shoe. So you maybe know, you get a different time. size in a wingtip yeah. than you do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Maybe yo, my 11 in Jordan 1s is different when I'm in a dress shoe. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? That was always my pops thing. Like, you know, I grew up Baptist and he was like, you can't wear no gym shoes to church. He's like, you need to wear a wingtip or a church shoe. So he's like, your foot need to get adjusted to mm-hmm. it. It feel different when you walk in it. It ain't got that grip yeah. that you got on some Jordans. Like, yeah. you know, you walking in the snow and knees, you got to <laughs> have a firm, firm walk to your ass. Yeah, right. That's a fact. And uh, you know, I do got a lot of uh, a lot of gym shoes, but like I work in a corporate environment for for the majority of my adulthood. Now wear I gotta wear some dress shoes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like business so, casual. Yeah, for sure. And then sometimes, you know. And I got that. Okay. Uh, about 10, 12 years ago, I started wearing bow ties and shit. You know, and like you sometimes I just want to put a fucking bow. Oh, you want to look nice, and I got to put on a, a a dress shoe, not a casual shoe, but an actual dress, dress shoe. shoe. I might do one of them too. I ain't your got bald no head, bow tie wearing ass. They know exactly what the fuck they getting. Yeah, well, see at the time, like so for an example, when I worked at the credit union and shit, I went to my interviews. This is before I shaved my head. Bought a bow tie. On. I went to every single interview with a bow tie. On. You need to understand what you get, and they hired me. And then once I got in, they told me I couldn't wear bow ties. <laughs> <laughs> but you let them know off the rip. What's so funny is they put a rule in. The Jay Johnson rule. They put like an official rule in because I guess it wasn't one before. Uh, but like if you customer facing, you can't wear a bow tie. Even though I wasn't customer facing for 99.9% of my job. But sometimes I could go to the lobby um, and whatever. So like technically you can't wear one, but everybody else can. Now though. What's the reason behind that? I don't know. I was only the second black leader that they had in the company at the time. The Jay Johnson you know rule. You know what I'm saying? He down there preaching. He down there talking about Farrakhan and five percenters. Like, but off top, this is what you're getting, though. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I was having a conversation about that with somebody yesterday. I mean, earlier this week about how you got to change and this and that. Like, no, you think you got to change. I remember you gave me probably the best 
piece of hiring advice that I still use to this day. And you probably did it. And like whoever I talk to, this is 110 percent of this motherfucker. This is not going to be the nigga who start on day one. Yeah. And that shit rang true. Like if I'm on the fence about you in an interview. No. Like in, when you're not going to be this good when you start. Right. When I'm impressed about a candidate, I got to think I'm only going to get 80 percent of this, though. You know what I'm saying? If that. But when I'm on, I'm like, yeah, I don't really know. And sometimes they're a good candidate and they still shit the bed when they get to work. Yeah. Shit, does a motherfucking crap shit. What I did uh, most recently, last person I hired, it's a good candidate. Hired him, of course. Um, but it matters once you hire somebody who you put them next to. Yeah. Or who, because they they can fall into habits from, you know what I'm saying? It was like, man. You know Terrell be cutting corners. Yeah, like <laughs> you can't have Terrell with the new yeah, hire. Yeah, you gotta gotta get to I gotta get them away from this person, cause or these people, cause sometimes you trying to I gotta revamp all y'all. So one by one, I'm gonna replace y'all. But like, I bring in a good one. How long can I keep this one good before y'all get corrupt tainted? Them? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. This so, the way we do it when he not looking. Yeah. Oh, I got plenty of them people. I got plenty of them. Every job, every job, every environment got them niggas. Depending on the job, I'm that nigga. <laughs> I mean, most people want to uh, do less for more. And um, did you? Uh, side note, I, the big three. Yeah. Next that, week, next Sunday. They'll no, be here. Not the big three basketball, but the big three automotive. Yeah. Negotiations. They said they want to negotiate a thirty-two hour work week. Want more money, less work. Yeah. I don't know how that works though. <laughs> Like it, it, we'll give y'all the same salary four days. Well, so so that's what people don't understand. Let's just say we do that shit across the board, right? Everybody now gets a, a eight a thirty two hour work week. That means there are less people at work at every place, mm-hmm. and now you are irritated that this place is closing early. Y'all don't got no help in here. They closed every y'all? Monday. How come y'all ain't got nobody here? Da, da, da. Your life will be significantly worse if because while you not work at work, you want to go to different places yep. that somebody has to work at. Can you imagine wanting to go to your favorite restaurant on your off day? But this also the day that we decided this going to be our off day, too. Man, Chick-fil-A. One of, one of my <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Chick-fil-A pissed me clean. Of, Nigga, I, it was a Sunday morning. I clean had my mouth set for that shit. Like, I'm going to get up early and go to Chick-fil-A before church. I'm halfway there. I'm like, dog, the Lord's chicken is not open on Sunday. Ain't no breakfast being served. Mm-mm-mm. Man, one of my favorite black-owned restaurants I've talked about on this place on the pod, I love them. I love their food. They not open consistently, though. Where? I'm not going to say it. Okay. Um, they got good food? They got great food. Okay. Now, I don't know what's behind that. I don't know if they're going to got the staff. Did somebody call in? If they, can they not afford to be open? But, like, you call, they're not answering the phone. Yeah. You feel me? So you got to go up there and place your order. I don't like that. Every race, rarely they'll answer the phone. Now, I don't know if that's because, this is after COVID, too. So, But, like, I go in there on a particular day, a random day or some shit, and I'm not open. Like, I get, it used to be a Monday or some shit like that, but not, y'all just not open. Now, I don't know if that's because... What if we struggling? We can't damn near keep, keep the lights on or some shit yeah. like that. It ain't always like because they're doing something bad, so to speak. But like after the pandemic, nigga, you, if you don't get no fast food before 10 o'clock, it's a wrap, dog. Rarely do anything be open past 10 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. 
I'll be pulling up. I remember I, spots used to be 24. Yeah. Even Nigga, the, I grabbed some Del Taco at 3 in the morning. Man. Now? Midnight. We ain't, we ain't got time. To, we you get the castle. The castle's still 24. Yeah. Couple McDonald's. Couple McDonald's. Well, see, it's the McDonald's around me that's allegedly 24 hours. But, like, after 12 o'clock, you pull up. Um, no, we don't got. Like, the lights will be on, but we're not taking orders. Or we're doing DoorDash only. I used to get that like, in the what? morning. Going to work. Because I I'm, I don't know. All of a sudden, I became a fan of Wendy's Breakfast. Wendy's Breakfast is amazing. Yeah. So, I pulls up to a Wendy's. Of course, it's, you know, 7 o'clock in the morning. You should guys have breakfast. Oh, we not open yet. I said, then what time y'all going to open? <laughs> <laughs> like they, 7 uh, o'clock, motherfucker. Oh, they tell me like hour or so. I'm like, are you talking about getting ready to serve lunch at, at 9, 10 o'clock? Right. 1030, nigga. Lunch, I mean, breakfast is over. Man. Don't Wendy's do breakfast all day? No. No. Oh. I left the McDonald's that switched to the to breakfast all day, and then nobody ordered that shit in the daytime, and they got rid of it. Yeah. Man, I wish they have. I get me to such and such. If it was, you know, you won't. That's if it's it. between a Big Mac and a McGriddle, that Big Mac gonna win every motherfucking time. <laughs> every time. I eat these hash browns any time of day. No, you 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 didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want fries and fuck that coffee. Give me a high C orange, light ice. I one hundred percent believe they have changed the recipe of the hash brown at McDonald's. That shit is nasty, though. Or maybe my body was like, nope. Not no more, sir. You know what I used to love, and when they bought it back, it wasn't the same. That steak, egg, Never. that steak and egg bagel. bagel. Yeah, it wasn't the same when they bought it back. They used to be my shit. I never eat any of them egg shits at any of them restaurants. I don't get no fuck. I learned something. You can ask for real egg. And not the fake one. <laughs> Yo, why are you giving me the f- <laughs> That bitch be a perfect circle. Listen, yeah, right. I got some guys who, who's you doing some work. You can buy the thing to make them a circle. That's what you think. No, no, it's, That's what you think do I think McDonald's is cracking the egg and putting it in the thing to make me a No, I don't think they're doing that. The fucking egg things made four weeks ago in some factory. Freeze <laughs> dry. Wuhan, nigga. The powder joints. <laughs> Uh, so one of y'all said y'all got somebody to do what? Oh, I was saying that the guy I got some guys that's uh doing some work in my house of getting the kitchen done. And what that, nationality are they? They brothers. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> they Mexicans. What you think? <laughs> no, those are the guys for the roofs. <laughs> uh, but they came in with some McDonald's one day, and they, you know, what I'm saying they was eating. I was like, damn, that sm- it smelled real good. He's like, yeah, you know, we got got the sausage McGriddle, you know, with the real egg. I'm like. Real egg? They don't give you real egg? He said, no, nah, you got to ask for it because they going to give you that imitation joint. And I was like, dog. The little blew, foam thing. It, it blew my mind. I never know you could ask for a real egg. <laughs> I was today years old. <laughs> Have you done it? No, I haven't done it. We don't know. We still don't know. <laughs> we still don't know. I might test it tomorrow, man. If I get up Can I early get a real enough. egg? They were like, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull up to window number two. What you mean real? <laughs> Somebody be on the other side like, just tell them to pull up to window two. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm done with Burger King, dog. In my, in the, on the one in Livonia, dog. Everybody, can you just pull up over here? No, I'm not about to make your line look like this bitch is super fast. Like, No. Like, it's four cars here, and y'all ain't gave nobody no food. I thought they shut all them joints down. This the, For the only most one part. left. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm calling. It's another one in Troy I know still open. Yeah. And but like, Big Beaver and shit. I don't, I'm not pulling up if all I ordered was burger and fries. Like, ain't nothing special about this I'm order. Like, now, I understand this bitch may have some special sauce, but all I ordered was burger and fries. Like, I'm not pulling up. Last Friday. I'll wait. 
when I left the pot, I forgot that they they the only they stay open to midnight. Okay, which is the latest that this anything over there. Ain't Sonic twenty four hours? Hell no. no. Oh. <laughs> it's like nine o'clock. Damn, <laughs> ten o'clock tops. But um. So I went up there and I forgot that this the one that do that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I actually like, like, cause you gotta come out the back, go through the fucking lobby, open the side door and bring. I'm like, you know, this don't make no fucking sense, right? Cause you could just hand me the food right after y'all make it. Like, why are all of y'all coming out here? And I know you don't want oh late too. I know you don't want to keep walking all the way the fuck out here, just so y'all line to look like nigga. We get everybody here through 15 seconds. Where y'all fucking money at? Fuck how much, how long it take you? Are y'all making money in this motherfucker? Because I'm not coming to this bitch no more. I That's probably it. how they justify staying open though. Like they clearing their line out, fifteen seconds. Like we 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 the good one, nigga. You don't and yeah. not enough people in the you world. Ju- got you money juke right. the stats, Jay. You everybody, juke the fucking stats. Everybody juking the fucking stats. They bro. definitely doing it. You none of y'all are as good as y'all say y'all are. And you want fifteen dollars? That's what's happening with Hollywood right now though. That everybody ain't as good as they feel that like that they are. No, all these streaming companies are lying. Nobody's watching these TV shows. I can believe that. Nobody's watching these TV shows. They're not making them as money as you think they are. Um, and the strike people that I know, we want more money. We would love to give you more money, but we don't have it. If I told you we don't have the money, then my stock price is gonna decrease, and now we really not gonna have the fucking money. <sighs> That's but, tough. Cause. Insert random person who was only on screen for 42 seconds. How much money do you think you're going to receive? And I know in your brain, you think you should receive more. But like this show got canceled because not enough people was watching it. So like how much money do you think you bring in? And how do you specifically earn money? So if HBO Max is $19.99 a month, how does your show specifically? How do you how do you know how much you worth? Did somebody like maybe if my show streams more, is there some type of residual? But I think that's been the issue the whole time. Everybody can't tell you what the price of a stream is. The price of a stream is in a given month. How much money we made from streaming versus how much it costs to run all this shit. Whatever is left divided by how many streams each of y'all have. It's going to be it's going to move from month to month. It can't be a static number. If I get $500 a month from streaming every month and I got five shows, um, it's easy for me to divvy that up, right? But what if this month I only make $400 from that? Should I still pay you the same amount per stream if I don't make that per stream? And, like, let's just say I'm here for Game of Thrones, nigga. Yeah, I watched your little 20-minute show and a whole bunch of other people watch it. That's not what I pay my money for. As soon as Game of Thrones is gone, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no one came here for you. Like for Netflix, when that whole Monique and 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 um Dave Chappelle shit was going on, nigga, if they, I gave Dave Chappelle $60 million because if I say Dave Chappelle got a special code on Netflix, if you don't got Netflix but you want to see that, you signing up. Ain't nobody about to pay $20 a month to watch the Monique special. It's just it's just not it's, it's what it is. No, I feel you. Who cuz that's the only way I make money is with monthly subscriptions. Uh. And how do Marcel I know Marcel Mosley PR HQZJ How do I know that you are making me the money? And how do I just determine and like let's just say I'm HBO. I make a ton of fucking money off of um off of, uh Game of Thrones. I make a bunch of fucking people sign up for Euphoria. 
because they want to watch this shit. Yeah. Um. Well, how much does it cost me to make Euphoria? And how much money did I you lose on this other show? Uh. So I get it. You want more money from me because I made so much money off Game of Thrones and Euphoria. But the other ten shows that I made, I'm really just I might just be breaking even. Uh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's tough. That's the whole argument with like rappers get to the end of their career or during their career, they're like, I want my masters. I should own my masters. You should make all this money off of me. Well, why the fuck shouldn't I? I put all this money up. I, I signed 20 fucking acts, right? 15 of them ain't do shit. I just took L's. Why should I give you all your money back and take the L on everybody else? This is my company. I'm going I'm to recoup my losses from the, the 15 niggas that didn't make it. Or you can buy it back. Buy it yeah. back because this shit is worth money. It cost me money. It's worth money. So I don't know, man. But like niggas is not telling the truth. And if this show was popping like it was, it would it would be popping. It's, I don't I just I just don't think that's the case. I'm watching on Netflix. They say that show with Wednesday Adams, whatever. The next season is going to be 20 million dollars an episode to, to record. Fuck. What? Like what the fuck is going on? What the fuck? I didn't watch. Like what is it? Mission doing Impossible? Adam's family. Is it Mission Impossible? So how do you make that money back, dog? If it's gonna be twenty million an episode, and it, it's a ten episode series or eight episode series, how do I get my money back? Price I don't. Know, I don't know. This was the biggest beef I had. Twenty million an episode. I, that's a that's an astronomical number to record. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they got a bunch of CGI. Maybe I don't still, know what it is, but like this is where to scale that story back and still make it good. This is the biggest argument I had. Relate. I'm gonna relate all this to podcasting. When Joe Button was going against it with Spotify, and Joe Button and Gilly and them, they be going back and forth because Joe feels that it's corny to have ads in your pod, and like, well, nigga, that's where the money come from. You feel me? So when he arguing with Spotify saying he want a $200 million deal or whatever the kind of deal you, you made because you, you, I got all this value. I'm the man, all these, da, da, da. nigga, you on a free streaming platform. You on a free tier. I have never paid Spotify any money. Anytime I listen to that podcast, it was on a free tier. You don't have ads in your podcast. How does the company make money from you? How do you, t- how can you prove that you're worth $100 million, $200 million. Based on what? If I can't put ads on there, I can't make money from you. So all the millions of listeners you get weekly mean absolutely dookie to me because I'm not making no money from them. You can't even tell me how, how many of these people are paying customers. I never pay. Did you ever pay Spotify? No. You ever listen to Joe Budden podcast? Yeah, free. <laughs> how am I making money from you? So on the other side of the game, Gilly and them like, Nigga, we they making fun of because they be doing a new Amsterdam vodka. And yeah. Nigga, that's how I got a hundred million dollar contract. Cause I'm actually worth the money. Like somebody can count and be like, yo, because of this podcast here, I'm gonna generate this amount of money. I have enough money to pay them this. Cause cause it's worth it. But Joe, how do I how do I prove that you were? You could be, right? Maybe so many people listening to your podcast and be like, you know what? I think I want to stay on Spotify. You know what? I'll 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 use them over such and such for my music. How do I know that? Based on what? It gotta be some kind of number, some trackable shit. So this strike, they want people to say, they've said like show us the numbers. 
The studio like, we're not showing y'all the fucking numbers. I don't have to. And if I do, them numbers going to look bad. I'm going to cook the books. Then our stock, <laughs> then, we, they cooking the books right now. Yeah. But then the stock price going to go down. And when the stock price goes down. now I can't pay you. Now I can't I, even greenlight as many shows. I can't pay you. You're going to get paid less. Y'all strike is going to actually fuck y'all up worse. If they cooking the books and the numbers ain't really there. Nah, everybody could be watching this shit. Like Fortnite, here's a perfect example. On This Week in Culture, we reviewed uh, for two years Flatbush Misdemeanors on Showtime. Yeah, I remember. And the, the writers and the actors on the show the whole nine yards. Great fucking show. She got canceled. Want enough people watching it. Like, amazing show. I don't know if y'all didn't put the the advertising budget behind it or whatever or whatever. No one. It wasn't enough people for them to keep it on the network. It got canceled. So clearly, <laughs> I don't think it's about how good a show is. But if don't nobody know, this is what they competing with now, though, because I'm scrolling on Instagram. I'm on YouTube. I'm on TikTok. All the hours that you used to watch television. I got off work. I'm sitting on the fucking toilet for an hour and a half. That I could be watching a TV show, but I'm 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 scrolling, I'm tweeting, I'm Facebooking, I'm Instagramming, I'm that, that's how I'm enjoying content now. Yeah, it's so just a whole new world. And I'm competing with podcasts too. Oh, we gonna drop on Saturday. Shit, competing with TV shows. Everything is competing with like before. I only had to worry about other TV shows. Now I gotta worry about podcasts because while you listening to us on Saturday. For an hour and a half to two hours, you're not doing something else. You're not watching TV and listening to a podcast. So that two hours that would have been for college game day or whatever to compete, and that's just us. Yeah. You listen to Gillian Wallow? Do you listen to Joe Button? Do you listen to Horrible Decisions? All these podcasts that y'all listening to, y'all taking time away from television. So now I don't know that I'm competing. So now I'm looking at the end of the month. I'm paying twenty dollars to Showtime. I'm paying. Well, I'm trying ten dollars to Showtime, twenty dollars to Netflix, twenty dollars to HBO. I don't even watch this shit that much. Then we're not gonna talk about the Fire Stick and all the illegal streaming apps. I don't think that they're making as much money as they think. Watch the consolidation happen. They about they about to jump down. Like, watch Disney going branch off all their stuff. You well, gonna- Disney, Bob Iger talking about selling Disney to Apple. A, a portion, yeah. not all of it. So, you of course you know Disney is multifaceted. So Parks is gonna probably stay the same. Um, they're gonna probably sell like I mean, Marvel out of it and yeah. this, that, and the third. Well, not the ESPN. Disney Park, but like the yeah, yeah. I knew something was up with that, and it's probably gonna go through when they did the presentation for the um, the damn glasses and because Apple's. Apple's trying to get some of the football, some of the college football games. They might be picking up Pac-12 yeah, shit like that. Huh. They got MLS right now, and Messi is playing with them and shit now. They was trying to get NFL, um, but I think that shit went to uh, Amazon. Um, that shit is on Amazon Prime It now. sucked when they did that. Them, them games came in so grainy. Well, that might be your internet connection, my friend. No, I know. Because it was kind of crispy on the west side. You feel me? <laughs> um... Yeah, man. I just, I, I, I just don't. I don't think they bringing in is what they bringing in. Cause shit, I be why even though I pay for a lot of. These, oh, here's a question. I get HBO free through AT and T with my phone that I bought. I don't know how many years ago. Do you get any kind of streaming service for free that you're not paying for right now? 
Hmm. Maybe a phone like Verizon gives this free or I get, Brent give this free. I or, get Hulu for free. I watch Hulu. Boom, Hulu for free. You got anything, Dame, that they give you because it's wrapped up into something else? No, I can't say that I do. But like when I say how many HBO Max subscribers are there, I ain't never pay HBO Max. All right. You you know what I'm saying? That shit is wrapped up in my AT&T bill for 10 years maybe. Niggas got free Hulu for yeah until you not have yeah, whatever service you got yeah, until with you're not a member no more yeah know? uh Netflix the same way I know Verizon got the Apple One package where you get this this and this and free like they inflating these numbers because the market share is more important than the actual money because as long as it's the market share it's a Ponzi scheme people still gonna keep investing oh look at that they got all these they got all these fucking millions of people um paying subscribers they must be they must be worth this let me invest in it some more. Ponzi scheme. <laughs> like, yeah. I just come take, keep taking y'all money. And yeah. Uh, same shit they done with the clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But not my shoes. Dame Dash said that shit a couple <laughs> years ago. He was like, my nigga, the purple label of such and such that's $350 for the polo. I'm not trying to make no money off that. I need that to be that so it can be looked at a high class. The shit that you buy at Marshalls, the shit that you buy at these the, these second tier retailers where you think you're getting this polo shirt for $60 and that's a fucking great deal, that's where we make our money because it only cost me $12 for the shirt and you're happy to pay $60 for it because you think it really costs $250. Yeah. And that's now, what the tags say. The, the $250 <laughs> is marketing. I make my money from Marshalls. I make my money from uh, Macy's who, oh, this shit is on the, on the clearance rack. Used to be 190, now 68. I'm killing because it cost me $12. And you happy to pay it. Yo, nigga, I got these polo from such and such. Got that bitch on sale. You know what I'm saying? So I just need y'all to think that this shit worth is this so you can continue to give me money on the back end. It's a dirty game, but shit, we all do it. Hell yeah. yeah. How much? How much it cost that that family underneath underneath the bridge to make your Jordan ones? <laughs> Thirteen dollars. Probably less than that when they doing that large volume. Yeah, they getting them boys five dollars. You know what I'm saying? Less than that, but you know it is what it is. And they make three pesos off of each shoe, my nigga. Can't beat them. Join them. Ain't that white <laughs> rack? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! I ain't getting no slave labor. I, I, I ain't gonna say that. But small gonna, children. Yeah. I don't mind putting kids to work. Fair wage for a fair wage. <laughs> why they, why can't kids work before? Like as long as it ain't dangerous. <laughs> Dog, you can't you can't have no ten year old working eight fucking hours. Who said eight hours? Check. Eight hours in the whole week. Yeah, that should be good, right? An eight hour shift because no. of what you you drop your son off at four and you pick him up at midnight. Do you ever clean the yard for your father? Yes. That was hard fucking labor, nigga, in the sun. No pay. You and, a, you and AC in here. All you doing is fucking screwing this shit together. As long as there ain't no dangerous shit that you're going to die off, maybe better stuff them fucking envelopes. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not 
tough. It's just morally <laughs> wrong, nigga. Ain't no fucking I'm not going wrong. there. It's morally wrong, dog. Ten years old, nigga. Put this fucking insole in this fucking shoe. It's not difficult. But you I know what? Hurt. I remember my mama used to have like a hustle of stuffing envelopes, and I remember me and my sister, we'd be at the table helping her stuff them envelopes, and she the only one that got some money from it. Did you die? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was hanging gutters at ten, nigga. We nobody, hang, no money. Hanging out the backside of my uh, auntie truck, delivering fucking uh. Yellow pages. Yellow pages and shit. At under 10. I didn't die. <laughs> she got all the money. 100%. Y'all just having a good time. It's early as hell and y'all throwing, y'all throwing books out the car. Nigga, we got McDonald's. Character builder. <laughs> we got McDonald's and had a fucking uh, uh, slept in a fort that night. <laughs> Get them niggas a Big Mac. Maybe I ain't. They work like, hard for that Big Mac. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with kids working, dog. The shit, shit just can't be dangerous, and what they're doing can't, like, um, if they don't do it right, can't nobody <laughs> die from their work. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to be competent enough to, like, but if it's some little menial task or some shit. Putting oh, laces in shoes or something. Like, nigga, slide the fucking <laughs> insult in the shoe, nigga. It fit the shoe. Let's slide it down. <laughs> slide that shit down. Some of that shit y'all Somebody be yelling at your bait? <laughs> no, my nigga, no. Some of that shit y'all be doing at Chrysler? Oh, nigga, all these four screws go on this side and these go over here. Like, that's what you do all day, nigga? But I stand up and I do it 400 times an hour. All right. And? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, nigga? <laughs> Like you the nigga the 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 paint the red stripe on the fucking bowling pin. Like that's a like that's a hard thing to do. Nah, sometimes like so I know a couple plant niggas and I knew an old ass plant nigga and all he would do is drive the car off the line to the parking lot, wait for the shuttle to come around, pick this nigga back up to go back in the building and do the same shit all over again. Eight hours a day. Easy money. He probably I'm about to go to work. If you don't get your ass been there, been, he, he was there like 30, 30 some odd years before he retired. Lovely job. Lovely fucking job. He probably was mad he retired. Now, he was forcing him out the door at that yeah. point. We ain't going to pay you no more money. Nigga, we paying you $66 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, niggas don't make this in the They'll make this driving over. This just, just like, God damn. You can stay work here, but we can't get you no overtime. And we're going to cut your benefits. Damn, yeah, that's the kind of gig you got to have a fucking driver's license for sure. Yeah. You're like driving. You can't get no uh, tickets. They audit you every four months. Yeah, that's tough. Hey, we know about that little speeding ticket you got out in Highland Park. Dame, could you get that job? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. I remember about three years ago, Dame said, I'm about to, this year is the year. You know, I told you I need you to go with me to do my driving test. You didn't, that's the first time I'm hearing about this. Nigga, we talked about it on the episode a couple weeks ago. I just need somebody to go with me for my driving test. Would you would you take me? Yeah, I've never heard this before. Okay, yeah. I can't take myself to the driving test, nigga. I need somebody to take me. I think I remember that part. Yeah, so you just want to come, you know, pick me up one Saturday, nigga. Where you gonna go? It's going like two weeks. We can pot it. We can we can make some content out. I, of I'm before on the twelfth. Okay, that's the we trying to do the what you call on the twelfth anyway. Or a rumble shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can just come pick me up. Yeah. I'll take you to McDonald's. I wonder if, uh, I don't know. I got to talk to my tax lady. I wonder if um, I did a podcast from, from my vehicle every week, if I can write my whole vehicle off as a business expense. I'll probably have to do video with it, too, just in case I get audio. Yeah. But like, or you just do like a, do a dad joke every week. No, I wanted I wanted to be like, no, this is, a, this is the main part of an hour-long production each week, so I got to do it. And then, you know. Throw that shit on the Patreon, 
You feel me? And then write my whole fucking car off. I gotta figure if I can do that or not. Okay. Cause that'll be fucking dope. That will be. Cause that would be the actual studio. Cause we, the power was plugged into the, like that'll be it. That could be a nice series. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Whack, man, where can people find some of your stuff, man? Man, they can find it at www.urbanhaberdashery.com and loafsandco.com. You can find me on Instagram at Urban Haberdashery Brand, Loafs and Co. Um, Facebook, Urban Haberdashery. I don't even know the Twitter and the TikTok. I just started that stuff. I, I'm learning. We'll, we'll have it for the show notes. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, make sure you text me all that shit, though. Definitely. So I can have it for the show notes. <laughs> and the next time I up here, I'm going to have a, a real intro. You know what I'm saying? I want to kind of be professional this time. Okay. Man, people do not come here for a professional site. No. <laughs> <laughs> we have all type of guests. You know what I'm saying? They they come here for all type of shit. Um, Damn, you got a music pick that's not Clarissa Shields? <laughs> no, it's not Clarissa. It is It is two female MCs. Uh, Hillary, the CEO, and uh, Rocky Bad, Talk My Shit. They use a classic beat, so. That's Rocky Bad on the first verse. Mm. And it's already got visuals up to it, too. Uh, I got a little thing for Rocky Bad. I like her. That's what's up. Shout out to her, man. She been through it all. Yeah. Top to the bottom. Um, I fuck with that. I love a, I love a little... I like Detroit women. And I like Detroit women that rap. Shout out to Say It Ain't Porsche. Krim. Uh, P-Dot. All my Detroit femcs. Miss Corona. I love Detroit MCs. I love Detroit MCs. I love Detroit female MCs doing their thing. I don't even want to classify them in a whole different lane, but like I love Detroit rappers. Keep doing it. Yeah. Um whose man's is this? Come on. Hmm. I it was something that was in the group today, and I was like, yo, whose man's is this? Uh, I don't remember if it was in the the Instagram uh group we was in. Let me take a look. Uh, but I like this is fucking retarded. Uh, where is it? You talking about can't, Mace having his hairpiece is retarded. <laughs> Mace one hundred percent has a hairpiece. So. Um, oh yeah, yeah. This is this is it. Having a good day, you know. As soon as I see a girl, I like oh. I felt like before, I'd always want to let a girl know like this secret about myself. Okay. You know what I'm saying so I feel like you know it's okay. If, you know. What are you doing? What is Might that? Might be a little bit weird, but yeah, you know, like it's basically what? I always keep a can of tuna on me. 
And, you know. What? Why? Thing is, is, I actually have an addiction. Um, that's why I wanted to tell you. I hope you don't judge me. But um, basically, I have an addiction to smelling tuna. Okay. Like, I love seafood. I'm from California. I've been on the coast, whatever. But I am not a tuna person. That is not my thing at all. Dollars Wait a second. Do we have to open that right now? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we good. Tuna we're smells good. really bad. And I just want to let you know, um, you haven't dated in a while. Uh -huh. um, and you haven't even, like, talked to girls. No. Talked to girls in a while. So I'm just going to be very honest with you that this is probably not something... Please don't eat that. <laughs> that nigga sipped out that? the can. I just like, you know, That's... definitely with this beer, I need something to like cleanse my stomach. You know, when you came in, you smelled a little fishy, but I wasn't going to say anything. But now I like I to like why. wipe a little bit on my neck. Well. Um, yeah. I was I was waiting for like, like the, the man to jump out like, yo, this is a prank. Nah. This nigga said he he put like on the cologne on both sides. <laughs> Let me dab this. So on my so neck. there's a part one where like his mother is at his apartment yeah. and she's finding like all these open cans underneath like couches and shit because he's addicted to the smell. Like this nigga got his under the couch did, cushions. His mama did some nasty shit to him when he was a kid. <laughs> this is a mommy issue for sure. I don't know what she did. She did some nasty shit to that nigga dog. She did. Dog. I feel bad for him. But whose man is this dog? This nigga on his first date on TV, by the way. There's cameras here, my nigga. Nigga brings out tuna fish. I mean, I don't mind some good tuna every now and again. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't want toasted I don't, bread. I don't like with some meal. lays. I don't eat seafood. I don't like the smell of fish. A little salt and pepper. Yeah. Lemon pepper. Nope. nope. Yo, what is that shit? Because it's not lemon pepper that they be putting on this fucking chicken. I don't know. They say it's lemon pepper. When I buy it from it don't look the same. <laughs> don't taste the same. When I buy lemon pepper, that shit be yellow. This shit be white. MSG. <laughs> That's all the fucking. It's COVID. It's COVID. I mean, I say that with some chicken sitting next door with all that white shit all over it. You feel me? And it, but if somebody bought me something like that, I would be greatly appreciative. Okay. And put some on the fries. Definitely. There's some on my fries over there. Yeah, I would be greatly appreciative of that shit. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Who, I, don't I wouldn't know. mind eating that for dinner tonight. Matter of fact, whose man is this? My man is a nasty motherfucker. He better be comfortable with prostitution. Because that's the only way he going to see vagina. Big facts. <laughs> Whack. At the end of the show, we always get the opportunity for our guests to go give all their socials where people can find you, where they can buy from you. Definitely, definitely. I'm going to drop it one more again. And you can uh, buy from me at www.urbanhabadashery.com and loafsandco.com for sure. All right. It's your man Dame, three underscores, 313, Dame the Prophet. You can find me on TikTok, the Gram, Threads. I don't think I'm ever getting my Twitter back. Uh, Look, when you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. Oh, new episode of Dame After Dark dropping next week with the porch party, part one. Then we're going to have these ladies back for a part two. So be on the lookout for that real soon, too. Uh, shout out to uh, Wack for stopping through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, go support Urban Haberdashery. Um, I got a couple of the products. I fucks with them. If I fucks with them, you should, too. Uh, that's just how it goes. Uh, what y'all think about these glasses? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've been trying them out. I don't know. I'm on a fence. 
you know what I'm saying? Y'all let me know. Uh, they almost look like monocles. Yeah. Yeah. But it's two of them. <laughs> so mono means one. <laughs> uh other than that, man, yo, I can't wait. Uh tomorrow. Y'all hopefully I'll see y'all out at a W Field Day. You know what I'm saying? Right underneath the Ambassador Bridge at uh what's that, Parkside uh, yeah. uh Park. Um We gotta post it again in the stories so um, people know where to go. Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna be up there, I'm gonna pull up. Um Come fuck with me. You feel me? I have my camera out there. I might take a picture of you. You know what I'm saying? Or you take a picture of me together. You feel me? I don't know how that works, but whenever you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Chop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast, but we are Jane Dang. Hell yeah. Yeah.